Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, the podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jamie Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Back. Uh, yeah. Back. Uh, you'll have yeah. me? I, I want you back. Oh, I always uh, want you here. I don't know. I, I heard that last episode, and you guys seem to, you know... I, You're speaking about here's, the, here's me and Krista. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's here's my thing. Yeah. Is I like how you phrased it like, oh, Jimmy couldn't get back in time. Joey. Yeah. I mean, I, I told you I was only going to be 15 minutes late. No, this is not what happened. And You're not I going to make most, this. Nope. I was like, it might be a half hour. I told you, you could come at 6 o'clock, and it would be fine. You come whenever. We will make but, it work. Oh, yeah, yeah, you said, oh, said you, you could come, but we're going to start, and, you, and you're going to get headphone nope, number three. Nope. You that's said, not what I said. You said I'm going to get what mic I said. number three. Nope. You've been all super like butt sensitive <laughs> about like, like if somebody's going to replace you. Nobody can replace you. Oh, You really? are my podcast wife, and I am Except devoted. Except for the one person that came in three times in two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe if you hmm. uh, made it a priority instead of uh, I got a job and okay. I yeah, try to get you to help me, mm. you know, manage. I'm like, you know, here I am. I just yeah. Can we just move things around and have things on? Yeah. Time. Yeah. My time. Yeah. Not just I, I, was time. To, I was willing to do My it. Time. I was willing to do it. I totally willing to do it. And here's the thing: it's a good thing that the first thirty minutes that we recorded that didn't so, work. So, so I could have been here on time. I told you you could have been here on time. Yeah. That was your choice to not come. Your, uh, you're so like, I'm going to be tired. I'm going to be traveling. I'm just going to go home. Like, it's totally fine. So Chris and I got it. So what happened, uh, all that's true that Joe said. And I thought like, oh, I probably, I, I, maybe I can. Maybe I could try to make it and get there. And I was like, no, I'm just not, you know, I'm tired. And I go home and I completely forgot that Elias had wrestling. Oh, that night. That night. So it was a good thing because yeah. I was like, oh, if I had left Michelle to, you know, not only take Elias, but to take all the kids. And right. All right, that's my fault. It's also easier, like, if if I have to dip out or you have to dip out yeah, yeah. and Chris is there, that's pretty easy because she's really good on the mic. Oh, if yeah. It was, it's not like no Steve McCoy. If I had Steve McCoy, you'd be like, no, I'll be right there. Just I'll be there. Just, just, yeah, just wait. I'm like, never mind. Forget it. We're not having Sleepy Steve on the podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Man, so listen. Um, yeah, by the way, if uh, if you haven't caught the uh, the episodes that we've done with Krista McDonald, oh yeah, let's go ahead and just promote those. She's well. Listen, we got that. Hey guys, if you haven't like caught that. the episodes I've done with Doug Logan, just go ahead and head on over to drvocia yeah. Hit the search feature. Mm-hmm. Look for Doug Logan. Maybe a Nick Batsig one. You know, yeah. I got some episodes out there with just Nick and I and. And, and Steve and actually, I. Actually, Jimmy is actually going to offer classes on how to live in your past glory days. <laughs> uh, so if you want to sign up for that, <laughs> doctorandemotion.com slash past glory days. No, no, doctorandemotion.com slash old glory. So listen, we got, uh, I know we're going to get into the catechism, but right. we, we've been getting a bunch of emails and we haven't had time to get to them. Let's, let's try Too one. Too many emails. All right. So... Um, that I look at none of. All right. So uh, church membership versus attendance. This is from a pastor. Uh, mm. Pastor Chase says, hey, I'd appreciate your input on a question pertaining to membership. As a pastor, I struggle with the degree to which I'm accountable for the souls of the non-members of my church. Those who attend regularly are involved in discipleship, giving, etc., but who have not covenanted as members. Am I spiritually responsible for attenders in the same way as for members? Is it fair to say that on Judgment Day, I will give an account primarily for the members with whom I've been entrusted as pastor, or will I be accountable for attenders as well? He cites Hebrews 13.7. 
Hi, hold on. What's what's this guy's name? Chase. I'm looking this up because I smell a rat. What? I smell. Let's see here. You want his last name? Uh, no, I found it here. Hold on. Okay. What church you from, bro? Where you at? You you you're so suspicious, bro. You know why? It's because for the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. There has been this conversation going about between myself and a oh, non-member. A non-member. Regarding this specifically. I, I, I can guess who that is. Exactly. Okay. And so I'm like, mm, let's just go ahead and check out who this uh, I, I think, Chase uh, individual I think, is. I think his name would have been more fun if it was from the, your, your guy. Yeah, fair enough. Yep. So uh, let's just say this. This is every pastor's experience. Every eld- All of the elders in every church experience this. You're always going to have... Oh, not always. Hopefully you have more people in attendance than are just members. You want more people being there. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, it's a sign of reaching out to the community, yeah. right? We want to see uh, non-believers come. We want people to come and know Christ. And I don't think it's a good idea for like even solid Christians to come. And after one week go, I'm joining and join. Maybe a little bit of investigation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. hopefully you have a class. You can walk through oh, yeah. all that Those stuff. people that come in like, like a fire, Ooh, like a okay. firecracker. Okay, talk Those- about it, Jimmy. Go, Those go are the people I get. I'm concerned about. Yeah, it, 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 those no, are the people I'm have, like. Ugh. Now, have you just always had that sense that that was a sign, or did you learn from experience that after seeing it unfold a number of times? Oh, I have seen it unfold <laughs> a number of times. The no. most enthu- Okay, not not all of them, but I would say more than fifty percent. That's I'm being super. So, kind. I, was do, so I was doing Young Life, right? Yeah. And I had these. Uh, this is where I learned it. I had these people come in like a firecracker, like they were just excited. That, you know, move to the community. Hey, want to get involved? You know, yeah, love, love all Jesus, in, all in, love what you're doing, love what you're doing. And they're like, you know, they were hardcore, mm-hmm. hardcore, parkour, parkour, yes, yeah. And uh, uh, they would, anyways, they were into metal. And I was like, yeah, let's do this. Got them in, brought them in way too fast. Yep, uh, marriage exploded, yeah. Like it was, it went mm-hmm. crazy. It was not just like the marriage, but like everything that came out, like dude was like satanic. It was like, yeah, oh, no, this really weird, weird stuff. And so I learned at that point, yeah, you know, I'm going to go ahead and test people out for a bit yeah, first. It takes time. Go yeah, slow. Yeah. yeah. Huh. And we've experienced that here. Uh, yeah. One or twice <laughs> <laughs> where I just, you know, sit back and go, huh? Yeah, well, they came, sit back a little bit. They, when they came in, they were in what you could call a state of mania. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were all in. It's very excited. And then all of a sudden, everything switched. Um, so uh, it's also... Someone always brings up that that instance. Yeah. Well, let, let's, just, let's just say this as well. You're also going to have people that for one reason or another don't or can't join. Right. They're, they love the church and maybe they have a, a difference in theology where they can't in good conscience join, but they love yep. the church and they're not causing divisions. Yep. And other people just they, they have a hang up and they're just they're like, I, I don't like it. I'm going to be here. I understand that there are restrictions, but I'm just going to roll with it because I'm going to mm-hmm. do the same anywhere. And I'd rather be here. And I love you guys. And you have yep. a relationship, you know, it, like whatever. So there there are situations where this is going to happen. So, Jimmy, um, Joey. Am I, here's the question, am I spiritually responsible for attenders in the same way as for members? Am I, uh, am I spiritually responsible? I mean, we are for yes and no. Uh, no, it's just, there's, there's, okay, no, you on. answer yes or no. No, no, no I'm am saying I, yes. No, you can't. Yes, I no, can. Yes, I can. Because I'm, in I'm the same way as members, this question is very specific. Well, in some ways, yes. In the same way. In some ways, That's yes. That's not the question. Okay, well, if I'm going to say, I'm going to say, 
No. The answer is no. Yeah. If we're just answering that yes. question. If I'm just answering that question, now I want to nuance that because it comes off yeah, like we don't care it. about yes. people. Unpack it. So in what ways are we responsible for non-members? Well, we do want to be caring for their families. We mm-hmm. do want to be uh, caring for, I mean, really, I mean, their their faith, right? We want to be encouraging them in their faith. We want to be presenting uh, the gospel and God's word. We want yeah. to be calling them to repentance and to sanctification. Um I mean, we provide opportunities for them to be able to to grow and to serve and sure. to uh, proclaim and to reach out. Yeah. So there are there are a number of things that we do with and for people that are not technically members, but are certainly with us. I mean, you're, I'm assuming here that he's talking about people that are with you, but they're not with you 100 percent in the way that your church wants them to be, which is full membership, full, mem- right? full covenant membership. Oh, and we want to provide, you know, uh, opportunities for fellowship yeah yeah of course so the, all of this is is good and i would say that yeah there is a level of responsibility that you have they're looking to you for leadership there is a disconnect they're not for whatever reason they're not willing or able to formally join mm-hmm. so i think that there you do have responsibility uh to preach to love people to care for people whether they're members or not and if they're and if they're with your people then that that sort of intensifies that, mm-hmm. but it, you don't bear the same level of responsibility that you do for members uh, or you for attenders versus members because members have made a covenant oath. They're saying, I'm committing myself to you. I want you to hold me accountable. Mm-hmm. I'm asking you to bring me under church discipline if I am hurting others and sin. Uh, I want you to, uh, and I'm, I'm pledging to, to do these things that, that you would expect of church members. Like there is a, there is a different uh, level of accountability built into membership that isn't there when you're not a member. I mean, you know, I know. Okay. You know, I think Joe hates this uh, analogy. Let's find out. Awesome. I love hate. I I I love, I I love the analogies. I hate (laughs) Uh, the whole marriage analogy. Well, it it yeah, because it, it's or used it, to or, abuse or, people. Or is, it, or is it that you hate the divorce aspect of it? Yeah, yeah. When people say you're, when you leave a church, you're kind you, of divorced. Yeah, that's the problem. Is that the one that you hate? Yeah. Or, so yeah, because I do see like when we talk about this covenant and this commitment to one another. I mean, oftentimes, uh, sometimes we treat a local assembly, um, like the guy, like an individual, like I'm just gonna say, like the guy that tries to tell the girl, "Don't worry, baby." We can go ahead and and have premarital sex because I love you, I care for you, I'm committed to you. What's a piece of paper? What's a piece of I'm paper? Committed to you. We're married. We're, we're together. We're more married than people that are got the certificate. We're who married are in God's eyes. Yeah, we're married in our hearts. We're married in our hearts. So let's go get married in the bed. <laughs> that's what. That's full, that's the move. What's the, full hearts can't stop. Oh dang it! I can't remember. Clear eyes, full hearts. Isn't that from Friday Night Lights? Yes. What, how did it go? How does it go? <laughs> how does that have anything to do with? I don't this? know. I was just thinking all of her was hearts full. <laughs> <laughs> Clear eye, full heart. Can't stop. What's the, the phrase go? I don't know, man. Oh, that, that, uh, the, I think that would have been a great joke if I remembered it. Good, good movie. Good series. Yeah. But we we kind of treat it that way. Like, what's a piece of paper? Right. Like, what's? But it's it's essentially, you know, sometimes we treat church like we're we're giving our our prospective spouse a uh, a non promise promise ring. You know, like here I'm committed until either a something better comes around or b you do something that upsets me in such a way that. I, I'm not really then. My commitment level is shown for what it is. Right. right? Now, so I think just, there are people. Let's just put a finer point on it. Yeah. So you and I both liken joining a church to marriage in that there are, 
these are two people or two parties. There are people who are not family mm-hmm. uh, in a formal sense, becoming family through a covenant. Yes. In that sense, it's like marriage. After that, it gets way too After wonky. After that, it gets way too wonky, yeah. right? Uh, it's the more it's, about it's more it's the commitment level yeah. that we're talking about here. Yeah, it's an an expressed commitment. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, where ratified through a blood oath. Ratified <laughs> through a blood. That's um, how we do it. That's how we do it. Just other people do it. That's why but, we have five members. <laughs> but yeah, no, and, and I think it's it's important. But see, then though, some people take it just like Joe just said, and they take that analogy, or they just take membership. Mm-hmm. as a means of control and yes. domineering yeah and and really i mean like spousal abuse right like that yeah. sense of of you know being able to hold it over and discipline in any way shape or form that they see fit and to receive whatever benefits they feel they should be able to extract from the individual whenever they desire right yeah so and and again i this is why i i'm understanding of and sympathetic to people who are like oh listen uh, i'm against church membership because i was abused and i've yep. seen church membership abused by yep. abusive leaders i understand where you're coming from and we need to we need to work out healthier ways of of, of dealing with this and then helping people who have actually been hurt but i think I, I, maybe this is inaccurate to say to say it objectively but in my experience more often it's not that leaders are abusing membership it's more that members treat membership like it really ain't ain't a thing like it's just it's not that important like not at our church just in general like membership is like yeah you know join it's like you know it's like i'm, I'm a joint i'm a member at this gym i'm a member at that club and if i'm when i'm done i just you know go out and there's no you think that, that that's what they see so they don't they uh, they don't see the value yeah. of what true membership is because maybe we haven't presented oftentimes we haven't educated yeah. and presented what true membership really should look like yeah that it should be uh, a, a glorious, uh, sober, fun, and scary. Yes, because commi- commitments are scary. Yeah. There was this great TikTok. You guys know Jimmy and I like to peruse the TikTok. Mm-hmm. There's this great TikTok of this lady. She's like, uh, <laughs> she's like, uh, we get married. Uh, we don't believe in divorce. There is no divorce. There's marriage. There's no divorce. If you're bored with me, if you're annoyed with me, go to bed. We'll deal with it tomorrow. And I was like, that's, that's actually pretty healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> there are grounds for a just divorce, but you know, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. the, the quickness with which people divorce, um, you know, is, is, is a shame. It's sad when there's no real reason, uh, when you can work things out and yeah, people will leave church because I mean, we could do a whole episode on like, listen, man, you are going to be annoyed and disappointed by any church that you spend any length of time. Oh with. yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. And so there will be a temptation like maybe a, Maybe I could go to a different church where I won't have this annoyance. Hey, yeah, might not. But, I mean, how know, many of you have had that five-year itch? Oh, yeah. Like, think of it, right? Like, you know, even even as members or even as regular attenders. Even as pastors? Even as pastors, mm-hmm. right? Like, everything's great. Like, er- everything's great year one and two, you know? Like, oh, this worship was fantastic. The preaching is so great. Love it. Everyone's so, like, I'm just, I'm so about this. Yeah. Year four. And the year three, you're kind of like, you know, yeah, no, this is great. I'm really vibing. Year four, five, it's like mm-hmm. he's kind of long-winded. Yeah, that worship is a little. Oh, he's know, telling that story again. He's telling that story. Yeah, I've uh, heard that story before. Yeah, the the music's a little. Mm. It's a little slow. We sing the same songs. <laughs> where's Where's my Bethel? <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because when I was in uh, Bible college, I had some I had some really good professors say. Pay attention to what they called the seven-year itch, and it really it, it it depends, right? Like, but he said, look at it this way: you did four years in high school, then you did four years in college, and it was time for a transition. Then maybe you did three years in seminary, and then it's time for a transition. 
um and you know four and three that's seven right mm. um it's it, so it's like and if you did like for us we were in bible college gonna go to seminary seven years like as pastors like it, you can feel like i've been here for a certain amount of time it's time to transition i've been transitioning throughout my life yeah throughout my life lots of transitions and now i'm gonna stay here for 30 years i mean mm. it seems it seems a little long so that's for everybody goes through that and so i, th I think it's important for us to recognize and this is not what his email's about but no, nah, but we're just, we're just, yeah. we're riffing. I mean, it's it, because, yeah, I mean, you're, because my family annoys me, right? And, but, mm. but there's no sense in which I'm like, well, and people do Time it. to pack it up. Yeah. And pack it in. <laughs> I mean, let us begin. So uh, the, I, I think that, you know, we, we quicker to do that with church because we do, to some of us do see it as, see that covenant as not very important. So some people overemphasize it as if to leave the church uh, except for a very small parameter, except for a very narrow parameter of reasons. Uh, if you, if you leave the church, you're essentially committing sin. You're divorcing yourself. That's, we don't, we don't buy that. Mm -hmm. In fact, Jimmy and I have said, listen, if you just, if you don't like it anymore and you want to leave, talk to us. And, uh, and if you want to leave, we'll let you go. It's, yeah, of it's course. fine. I, I think it's, uh, I think that's usually an immature decision, but like, we're not going to like you know yeah i mean it depends on what it. it is right like right. you know it depends on the reasoning behind it but mm -hmm. let's let's talk through that yeah so somebody wants to like hey you know what i just i just don't like what what this church is about or what this church talks about is just not what's in my heart anymore and it's like okay well that's what we are about and yeah. if you're gonna leave okay but yeah we talk yeah. about it and yeah. then let, yeah let, let, i mean let, hey the door swings both ways what's that mean you you're, you can get in and you can also get out. Oh, so not like Hotel California. No, mm -mm. no, 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 no. Hey, they say no prison. Because you can check in. We cannot check out. That's right. <laughs> um, all right. So I, I would say, and then on this question of like, uh, on, that, on, the, on the great day of judgment, uh, am I primarily going to be as a pastor? I, said, I would say this. Uh, oh, so here's the question. Um, I will give an account primarily for the members with whom I've been entrusted as pastor, or will I be accountable for attenders as well? I would say it, what Jimmy wanted to say, yes, both of those. You, you're, you're, you are primarily accountable for the people. You're more accountable for them because you have covenanted with them. Yeah. And, and, and higher uh, degree of accountability. Yeah. Like Hel the, you're held to a higher standard. <laughs> the whole, I'm not going there. <laughs> I thought I could derail him. But, well, but you, you, are here's the, here's where that works. You're oh. held to a higher standard because the covenant has standards listed non Blew my mind non-members are not covenanted and so there, there isn't the same technical relationship but i just want you guys to know mm -hmm. that was right there beauty in action mm. everyone just needs you know can we all just take a break i don't even think people know or care what you're talking about right now what you just said and mm. you know exactly what you just said i that was that was really well done okay well there are times joey mm -hmm. where i sit here just amazed mm. and i feel that seven you stand year itch. in the presence <laughs> i get that seven year itch and i think to myself it's time to go Joey ain't got nothing left to give. And then Joey gives a gem like that. Okay. All right. Well, I, I wasn't even really paying attention to what I said, but. Um, <laughs> Thanks. That makes all the rest of us feel really good about ourselves. We will be held accountable for our lives. And as a pastor, that means you're held accountable for all of your relationships mm -hmm. with your formal members and with those who are not. You will give an account for how you interact with them. You will give an account for how you treat people. And, yeah. and, and I think we all know the temptation. There, there are, there are, there are. Sometimes when you're like, I don't want that person to join my church because they are problematic or annoying or they give me the heebie-jeebies or whatever. Like you will, if you, if you haven't been in ministry long, 
you're going to experience that. Oh, you're going to find that person. And if you don't, it's probably you. Yeah, you're the person. You're the person. Like, Everyone's like, here's a heebie-jeebies. Can we get rid of this guy? Uh, but the, really, the point is, um, yeah, we, we, we are held accountable. So everybody member, everybody matters. The yeah. visitors, the longtime attenders who aren't members, the members, they all matter. But they're, yeah, you are you have committed yourselves in a very particular sacred way. You've made an oath. Scripture is very clear. Be careful about your oaths, mm. your covenants. Mm. Take them very seriously. And since you've made that, yeah, your members are going to get a greater degree of investment. Uh, and at the and for sure, you are going to be held or held accountable for how you manage those people that have committed themselves to your care. Hey, wait a minute. What happened? What happened to the what happened to the catechism? Uh, we run out of time. Yeah, we did. We'll, uh, we'll hey, drop next, this one later. No, we'll do, okay, we'll drop. We'll do another one after this. And okay, we'll do that for Monday. All right, good. All right, we'd love to hear thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram, Twitter at Doc and Diva, or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website DoctrineDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can send it for the email blast from the store JoeFoStore.com and grab some gear. We got that fresh part every Monday and Thursday. We got blog posts and video content over at the website. And we got that all-access exclusive content. You got Banter Truth on Tuesdays, Weekday Wisdom, Monday through Friday. Head on over to drfortune.com slash all-access to register today. Later. Later.